welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross, and I've had just about enough of it. <laughs> and I'm Phil, and we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the craft legacy. We are going to talk about jujitsu, and then we're going to talk about our favourite Nicolas Cage movies. Welcome to the podcast. Can I be more specific and say we are going to talk about the absolute absence of jujitsu? <laughs> There are really, actually a there are actually a few jujitsu. I counted three, three jujitsu. Yeah, there's three. Two of them and two of them are Nicolas Cage. If I and two of them are actually yeah. Nicolas Cage. Oh, what a what a what an interesting Friday afternoon that was. Um, how are you, my friend? Well, I I don't even know where to begin to be honest. So, uh, you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, same old, same old, really. It's it's uh, it's been a week. I I took Friday off to play with my new PlayStation. Fabulous. I'm uh, in process of trying to obtain one. Let's yes, see. that's not the easiest thing. Um, I'm so glad. Well, you, I mean, I managed to get one you know, on, yeah, on on like um, on uh, pre-order day on Amazon. I literally got one as soon as it changed. So yeah. I was like, but then they started to talk about cancelling them, and I was just like, oh. Yeah. It sounds like it's been such a headache. I mean, my only thing, and it's really, honestly, the urgency of this isn't really that important. I'd kind of like to get one for Christmas. I yeah. feel like that there'll be a wider availability around Christmas time because they'd be insane not to have people rushing out and buying loads of PlayStation 5s for Christmas. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. And, and to be fair, if I'm being really honest... Um, I'm just playing Spider-Man Mars Morales on it, which you can play on PS4. Yeah, there is a PS4 version, isn't there? Yeah. So it, it's not, it's definitely not an essential pers- uh, purchase. However, um, my main reason for buying it was less the console, which is nice, but actually I wanted a 4K Blu-ray player. So it kind of... Right. Yeah, no, I get that. I can get that. So for me, it was, it was that was the motivator for upgrading and I could give my old console to my daughter. So I could do like a nice thing, get something nice and you know, bonus, have a PlayStation 5. But um, yeah, a bit early days, really enjoying Spider-Man Miles Morales, very much like Spider-Man, the first one, if I'm honest. But um, I, I still, so that's the problem. I still haven't even played that. I've got it. I've had oh it forever. It's, it's I, really good. Even, I know, I need to, I know, I know. I need really to talking to Jenny about it, so I need to sort of schedule in some sort of playing time somehow. I don't, I don't know how, uh, but I, I really need to start working on that concept, you know? Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I, I feel you on that one, my friend. So look, let's not talk about the last film we saw because it's going to be jujitsu. But let's talk about the last old film we saw. Yes. Um, <clears throat> over to you, my friend. So yes, the last old film I saw, I saw yesterday with Jenny, because we now have uh, the latest member of the family, Rambo. We've decided to watch the Rambo films. So the, uh, the last old film I saw was uh, First Blood. Um, what a film well we were talking about this because it is it's it's, it's an exceptional film but of course I I don't even know how many people listening will even know this it's nothing like the sequels the sequels are these kind of goofy in a great way action movies whereas First Blood is much more like a thriller it's it's an action thriller but it's like a a manhunt movie it's not an action I mean there's action in it but you wouldn't call it an action film not not like for example no no no, not in the traditional way and it's it's Uh, in a way, and I mean, I know Rocky Two is slightly better than, like, in mm. terms of kind of, in terms of what what followed, in terms of kind of the when it tipped from being kind of quality films to popcorn films. 
Not that yeah, I mean, that was really for, well, well, that was from three onwards, really. Yeah, three was, but pure, it, yeah, in a good, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. But like Rocky, Rocky Two is the same as First Blood to First Blood Part Two. They are yeah. they are oh, two very different movies. Absolutely, yeah, correct. I mean, Rocky One and Two work extremely well together as well. Whereas the third one, like onward, they could kind of work in any way. Yeah, in, yeah. and again, I mean, it's in a good way. I love those films, but one and two are like very much. Of a of a type, and then from onward, from three onwards, they are very different. Very different. Yes. No. They they absolutely are. Um, ah, yeah. Do you know, I haven't seen First Blood in in a very very long time. I probably it is, should. It is it is absolutely stonking. Like the action the action that is in it is superb. The yeah. escape from, sequence from the police station is something else. Like it's really something else. Um, and 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 everything subsequently like i mean in many ways it's almost all action in terms of his behavior like in terms of yeah. what he does to survive kind of thing you know so um it's brilliant and also i mean kind of obvious but brian dennehy oh he's so good isn't he he's so good the more you realize like all of his stuff is kind of coming from ego and bluster and, and like almost boredom like that we, we were talking about the fact that like that yeah this is a boring small town where nothing clearly ever happens yeah and they are thoroughly unprepared like like beyond unprepared for someone like rambo particularly but, but and, and it's like they keep escalating against him thinking that they like the, the county sheriff's department or whatever keep escalating everything thinking like you know now we've got him and it's, it's almost like um bugs bunny and elmer fudd you know? yes. <laughs> like, yeah 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 it's insane. Like they have no idea what they're getting into and continuously refuse to believe it, which is just, you know, very yeah. American. No, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a damn good film. I am a big fan of, in fact, I'm a big fan of all the Rambo movies. I think, yes, I, I love Rambo first blood part two because it's just visceral. I love Rambo first blood part three, Rambo three, um, yes. <laughs> which, to give it its actual title. Um, because, you know, I just love the fact that for many years it was dedicated to, to the brave freedom fighters of the Taliban, which I... Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it was crazy, that. That was absolutely this, crazy. To this day. But it's, it, it, you know, it is like... It, there are, like, you know, Stallone facing off against a fucking gunship is still yeah. one of cinema's greatest it's moments. It's epic. If nothing else, Rambo Free is like an epic. Yeah, it's it's almost like his Lawrence of Arabia. I know how that. I know that sounds. And like it's, a, it's an epic desert. It's an epic desert war movie. Yeah, yeah. Rambo Four is Rambo, isn't it? Yes, correct. Well, it's called John Rambo and Rambo variously. It and really does my fucking nothing with the it's titles. A great film. It's a yeah, great Ram- film. I mean the bit in Burma when he's on the back of the yeah. fucking truck, just yeah. ripping people yeah. to pieces. Unbelievable. And then, of yeah. course, Last Blood is just was one of my favourite films of last year. It's just a visceral <laughs> mindfuck of a movie. It's one of those films that I like less and less, but but we will be watching it. And it's I think the problem for me is Rambo does take it as such a great idea. <laughs> and it just it just feels like and there are some amazing bits in it. Oh my god, for sure. The final act is terrific. But it just it yeah, I am interested in watching it again. It'll be my third time, and I'm curious to see how I feel about it. Uh, Rambo does context. taken via home alone. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I, yeah, um, there just seems to be some weird things, like like the idea of. I remember even sitting in a cinema with Greg, Greg Burridge, and we were kind of going, "How's he going to get them to follow?" Like he's <laughs> he's got to get he's got to get them to get back to his ranch, like like yeah. over the border. Why would they? Why would they How, care? How's that going to happen? And, and the moment and the moment where he does what he does is just unreal. Like it's amazing, mind blowing. Um, in fact. 
Yeah, no, I'm a um, big fan, big fan of those movies. So actually, Ross, I've watched a film that we've discussed quite a lot on the podcast recently, and yeah. it is the 1990s version of Night of the Living Dead. Is that the most recent film you've watched in terms of like old films? Old film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it was at some point last week, but um, no, actually, right. I watched quite a few new films this week. I watched, um, I watched, uh, well, newish Freaks from 1980, 19, 2018, even, which was I don't see it. Really, actually, really interesting idea. And I watched, um, yesterday we watched uh, The Secret Garden, which was really boring. Uh, yeah, I've heard about that. Really boring. And I also yeah. watched, um, the, the Star Wars Holiday Special, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Which I is- want to watch that. We're, we're yeah, awesome. we're going to save that. Is it? Is, awesome. can, did you? Because we're talking about watching the original version and then watching that. Yes. Because <laughs> it sounds um, like that'd be an interesting way of doing it. So, not for the first time on this podcast, a bit of a mere culpa from me. Um, I've done it with The Rock. I've done it with. Oh God, there was another film as well. Um, so my latest mere culpa is Night of the Living Dead, nineteen ninety. It's really good. Ah, I love it. Yeah, it's I much better than I remembered. It. I mean, it has its. Yeah. It has some pretty major issues, but. Of course, yeah, no, of course. It's, I found it, I found it really interesting. And I think like you put on your, um, on a post that I put out, you said that you can see the seeds of the walking dead in this. Yeah. And you absolutely can. Yeah, partly the SFX team was obviously KMB and all that shit. But there's something about, like if you, if you reframe some of these characters as walking, you'd be, yep, that's totally the walking dead, like now. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, pretty much. I I think, look, there's no diss to Tom Savini, someone who I absolutely adore. I think in the, the, the same story in the hands of a slightly more seasoned director mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably could have, it could have breached the, the gap between Barbara being Barbara from the old film and Barbara from, and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And I think with a little bit more subtlety in that film, it could have actually been brilliant but as it was it was yeah. really really good and having watched the original night and living dead recently which is a, a good film but it yes. certainly is of its decade yeah um i definitely think that that, that that this is a more enjoyable version of that story i also think i don't know if you agree but because because of the way the states is the 1990 version could almost have been made yesterday well, there I mean, are parts be... of the states that still that still look exactly like. Them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the clothing is fairly contemporary still. Like it's quite weirdly type time. It's more timeless than the sixties version. I know that's sort of a strange thing to say. I feel like it's more timeless. Is I mean, that I haven't seen it's it in, in colour and not oh, black yeah, and white. It's not that. Although I mean, obviously, but but, that, but what I mean is the way it's shot. Like everything yeah. about it. Yeah, no, you it could feels that film today, and it wouldn't be out of place today. At yeah. All. And, and absolutely, you could, and absolutely, you you literally could because the the script is out of copyright, so you can fucking what go is that? Let's do um, that. Um, <laughs> but also, can I just add as a little note on that? The bit that made me fall in love was that, that sequence where Tony Todd's judo's zombies uh, like to that's get back just to the best thing ever. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Like it's really, really good. It is literally. Who, when one... do you ever see people fight zombies? When do you ever see? I know they don't fight, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Just to just to actually evade them and to get over them to get back. Normally, I'm... people just get eat, eaten. Do you know what I mean? Like it was. I'm pretty sure I saw a uh, Roger Moore uh, judo chop in that. Oh, yeah, that's almost guaranteed. Um and. Yeah, no, it's a good film. Um, one thing I just want to touch on before we get on to jujitsu, um, 
uh, so in America, Wonder Woman will be being released on Christmas Day in the cinemas and on HBO Max yeah. on the same day. Yeah. I guess, I guess they're happening. going, well, I guess they, they've literally had to go, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it, we can't, but, we're not going to wait. There's, there's clearly a reason for it because why not just wait till March or something? I think, I genuinely think now that this is, um, this is not, <clears throat> not the beginning of the end for cinema, but it's be the beginning of the end for cinema as we know it. And but I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, the other thing that occurs to me, very American, and I think I've told you I've done it myself before. In in the States, because things are open on Christmas Day, widely, what Jewish people do on Christmas Day is they go to the cinema yes. and they have and they eat Chinese food. I mean, this is a general thing. Like, maybe it's not everywhere, but it's quite a major thing. So you can imagine what the audience is going to be like on Christmas Day. It's like millions of Jews. Millions of Jews. Oh, don't, don't, don't start, Ross, and, and, you'll get and all the conspiracy theories now. And it's, and it's Gal Gadot. She's our poster girl. So fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, oh, I want to be there. I want to be there. Be no. that. Um, but all the conspiracy theories, the, the, the Jews are taking over America. Zion, um, Zion, Zionist. <laughs> contribution, whatever the fuck it is. The Zionist, let's be, let's uh, be honest, right? If you've, got, if you've got a group of people who are, and they're in their very nature, hardworking and kind of dedicated... And they live in a they live in a country full of people that are the, just fucking backward morons. Yeah. You got to kind of think that that country's rife for takeover by anyone, right? Pretty much. Even, Even the like Mormons could probably take over America right now. Well, I think they're kind of in progress. But... <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's interesting. At the same time, Cineworld is in the proper shit in the UK and um, kind of on the bust, on the point of uh, filing for bankruptcy. Um, so, you know, it's, cinema is fundamentally changing over the next 12 months. There is no way back to cinema as it was. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Uh, however, that's all really fun, but let's talk jujitsu. <laughs> yes, after that bummer, let's talk about something worse. Oh my God, well, look, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start here by saying I didn't hate it. I, okay. I kind of enjoyed it for what it was. And it was a mix of, um, a mix of. Do you know what the story can you really tell? Can, 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 you, can you explain in, say, two sentences what the story is? Comet passes Earth. Mm -hmm. Alien comes from Comet. Yes. Alien fights Creed of. Jiu-jitsu monks. Yes. If they don't fight him, the world is destroyed. If they do fight him, he comes back in six more years and does it all over again. Sounds worthwhile, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, you eventually just might as well let the world explode. Like, what difference does it make? Like, at this point, like, why would you care anymore? And, and also, uh, just as a point, Seven six people... years is not six years is not a long time. Six no, years I was, is like I thought it'd be like sixty or six hundred, but no. So Brack, Brack had just clearly Brax, the alien fighting yeah. guy, who was very good, by the way. He was whoever this is stunt guy. Very good, like solid. Okay. Although that stupid um Power Rangers face thing. That oh my god, what was that about? It was like temp temp VFX. Anyway, like I'd rather just not have seen the face. Like, seen yeah, he didn't need it. Uh, it's absolutely awful. Um 
but the perform like the fight moves, all that stuff. Yeah, very, very, very good. And the outfit, very good. outfit, outfit looked pretty good as well, and all that stuff. But that guy, every six years, he must be like, time again, honey. I've got to go to the earth and and fight these guys. And and if I if I if 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 they don't, I've got to eat everyone or something. He's got to eat everybody or something weird. Like that sounds like a, a nightmare. Like what I don't like, understand, right? Is if any so, of it. Anything. Or any of it, but blatantly, only seven people know knew about this, right? Or eight people, right? So right. if he kills all eight of them, that's it. It's done. Who who but, trains the next generation? No, dead. <laughs> my my favorite but, moment but, is but, when. But, 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 then, but then apparently, if I remember Nicholas Cage correctly, and Nicholas Cage was fucking great in it, like for real, great in it. <laughs> Nicholas Cage he was, was he was committing. He was committing. He was Frank fully Grillo. committed. Unlike Frank Grillo. He was fully committed, and and didn't he say something like the aliens came here and trained us? They get no, no, no. They didn't train us. Why would they? They oh. gave us jujitsu. They gave us jujitsu. <laughs> they gave us jujitsu, which we've clearly <laughs> forgotten. Um, like, but and also, why would you fight in one state? Oh, Sword play is a very big, bit, very large part of jujitsu. Oh, knife, knife play, and yeah. I mean, and like, all those, all those times in a, uh, in a, in in the UFC, where in the middle of a fight between two jujitsu fighters, that so, sword, someone pulls out a sword. I mean, that famed jujitsu movie, uh, move. Um, we'll get to Frank Grillo in a second. Yes, I agree. Nicolas Cage was definitely acting in a different film. Fully um, committed. He was fully, fully committed. committed. Fully committed to being Dennis Hopper in Apocalypse Now at times, I think. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, like between Dennis Hopper, Chun, as Mike Lee pointed out from, from Rebo, uh, Yoda, and uh, possibly uh, uh, Caster Troy. I don't know. It was very odd. But he was fucking awesome. He was fucking awesome in it. He was really good in it. He, I will give it to Nicolas Cage, right? Like, so, like, there's a cast of actors now. John Cusack, Bruce yeah, Willis. Travolta, Nick Cage, that have seemed to fallen into this sea of low budget bollocks, right? Well, you say you say low budget, but they all get paid probably around a million dollars a day. Yes. To pre-sell the movie. Nicholas Cage did three days on jujitsu and stuff. So you just sort of go, they're pay packeting it. They're probably paying off massive tax bills. Yeah, no, no. And, and don't get me wrong, but but my point is, is is they're all doing it, which is, you know, whatever. Oh, Wesley, yeah. Wesley Snipes to a degree as well, but I guess his, his situation's slightly different. His star has fallen more than most. But you know, it's they're all doing it. Christian, but, Christian, Sl- Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're all doing the same thing. The difference is Willis always looks bored. John Cusack never bothers turning up. Christian Slater is still doing the same performance he did 20 years ago. It's not the worst. That's the, by the way, that's not the worst thing. I don't think I've seen a bad one, with, like an actual bad one with Slater. No. But, I really, but I Nick really Cage can't. commits to every one of these atrocities like it was raising Arizona or <laughs> yeah. leaving Las Vegas, right? He's, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think he genuinely shows up. I don't, yeah. I don't from all of them. From all of the, the inverted commas worst ones, and I haven't seen a whole bunch of them, but I've seen lots of them. <laughs> this is the other thing. There are so many of them. So like many. he's always he's all. There might be one or two where he's not there, but overall, I've never seen one of these things and gone. He doesn't care. No. Whereas Bruce never. Willis, I've never seen it. It does literally does. Like, like, it looks what like was that one we watched? Hard kill. Hard kill. Like. Like literally, tra- I saw trauma. I saw trauma centers. It's just all, just awful. Just his awful. face on the poster. I mean, he's got an apocalypse Ooh. one coming out, hasn't he? Is he? Oh, good. <laughs> um, yes. But his face on the poster is identical to his face in the, and it doesn't change. It's that same. No. Color. 
immovable. And you know he's reading off cue cards and he really just doesn't give a fuck, you know. Mm. But Nick Cage is fully committed. And yeah. I respect him for bringing that level of commitment to a film. I agree, I, I agree. Well, let's be honest. It's not a film. It basically <laughs> plays <laughs> like the opening scene of Left 4 Dead, our film Left 4 Dead, which is which was criticised for being a 30 to 20 minute action sequence. Well, guess what? This is a... <laughs> <laughs> a slightly it's less that. interesting 20 minute action sequence there are things i didn't understand because it is based on a comic book apparently and i've never heard of the comic book so that's whatever but it's weird that i haven't heard of a comic book that a film is based on but second the comic book panel thing that they did in it made no like it didn't it would have a word like the rabbit at one point or brax like the first time we meet brax but if you don't know what's happening you won't understand what that is like, like all of those transitions, which were a bit like how Walter Hill did the war when he redid the Warriors. Yeah. But at least in that, you sort of it's sort of always in this. It, it just they just may as may as well not exist. There's no, they don't tell you anything. It's just a word. If you what the fuck is Brax? Before we're told what Brax is, and it's like it's almost like they've gone. These are the storyboards we had for the movie. Let's put them in. As, I actually I quite like that. Whole, I thought it gave it a little bit was, of um, a little bit of something. I don't know what I it was. was boring. I just thought it was pointless. I, th I think it's the sort of thing where it could work, <laughs> except it didn't work. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it was just. I don't want to be too down on it because. It's, I, 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 it's I, almost I, impossible to criticize. It's almost it, impossible to criticize. It's almost money playing levels of fuck. It's bad, but ah, it's kind of good fun. Well, at least there's more. I mean, there's more action than money. I mean, look, look. The top. The only action sequence that stuck in my mind at all, at all, was the scene where Tony Jar comes to break. Uh, I hated that action sequence. No, so, so did, no, much. I, I didn't like it. I'm not saying I liked it. It stuck in my mind that... because there were moments, there were some stunts in it that were good, like some high falls that some yeah. stunt guys took that were good. But camera was all over the place. I couldn't stand that. Um, Jar was people... clearly doing. Jar was clearly doing everything he could. Like he was really in it. Yeah, you know, he, like, he was committed. Um, but people yeah. would turn. You, like you'd see people like jump up, go, "Oh, I'm not meant to be here just yet." Step oh, back, yeah. then step forward, yeah. and then take the kick. And a, you're like, that happened, a few, "That happened a few times." And then also the one that really the, the singles that pissed me off. Like if I've what, got to get any, it's was very it the point of view bit. <laughs> yes, it fucking was. So look. Having POV in a fight scene is fine. It's ill-advised, but that's fine. But to have your character come out in the same shot, come out of the POV, do, so what's he done? Left his eyes 30 feet behind him? <laughs> I mean, I'm for real. Complete, like, this is a... And then he'll fight, and then he'll bump back into the camera, which then becomes his eyes again. And you just go, if you do POV, just cut to the other... Like, just cut away, like, to third person. Yeah. You don't always I, have to be PF. It was like they didn't know what they were doing. It was at one point like they just dropped the camera and, and he then did some fighting. It was so bad. It was so, that was so bad. I went on for so long that I was just like, I don't. It, why are I, we. Like what the first is, time I was like, okay, matter. that's interesting. Like a fight for scene a moment, from the. Yes. From a yes, POV. I agree. I'm I all right agree with that. Completely. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But no, then very quickly fight. I was like, ah. But the, the the challenge here is that you're you're now redoing that. I just, and that, it was, that it just, just doesn't work. So, it went on for so long as well. Which a yeah, log action scene, great, but you could you couldn't really like he would run away from his own POV, so his back is to us. He'd fight some people, so you you couldn't even see it was him. 
Do you know what I'm getting at? And then, and then, yeah, like, yeah. And then it went back to his pit. And I was like, what? And then Tony Jones, like, fucking around some people as well. Like, it, and you just kind of go, don't leave this in. Like, this is just, <laughs> this is just, this is embarrassing. Also, do you remember the lead girl in it, the one who is interrogating him? Oh, what the fuck happened to her? That's a very good question. I was going to ask exactly the same thing. Also, apparently he he has like, he's in love with Juju Chat. Like somehow they get together. I missed completely when there was anything because they kissed. And I went, were they together then? I, I, yeah, I mean, that. I mean, I literally didn't know anything about, Jenny suggested it, maybe it was because that they were lovers before he lost his memory. Ah. And, and, here's the, and here's the other thing. Why does he lose his memory? Like, how does losing his memory help anything? Like, the story doesn't work. Like, like I suppose you yes. say, well he, well, he doesn't know how who to trust, I suppose. But that's not the story. The story is there's an alien guy who comes down to fight. Like, isn't that enough story? Like, the monks have to fight the alien guy. Isn't that enough? Like, it's too, do we need the amnesia? And then it turns out that Nicolas Cage is his dad, which was the, the, the weirdest revelation since... Uh, Burt Reynolds being Jason Statham's dad in The Name of the King. Yeah. Burt Reynolds is Jason Statham's dad, which was amazing. And I was just like, why didn't he tell him? There's no reason for Nicolas Cage not to tell him. It just, the whole thing was just, sorry, we, 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 just spent <laughs> out, we just spent hours on this because it's so, there's so much to unpack and yet so much of it meant nothing. Like nothing. That I'm really, is, I'm really yes, depressed. I'm, it, I'm depressed. It, it, it genuinely was one of those things where I was just kind of like, right. So, so let's let's talk about the cast, right? So let's break it down. So, oh, can we, oh before you do that, can I just yep. say one word? Go, on. J- Jake, which Frank Grillo said seventy-eight times in the movie. Well, and that we, was it. This is Jake. So it's Jake. It's me, Jake. 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 We trust you, Jake. This was I, your idea, Jake. Like you, I rate Frank Grillo as one of the unsung mm-hmm. heroes of cinema. Mm-hmm. He yep. is and telly, awesome. And telly. And telly. Like, and Kingdom is fucking fantastic. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Like, love Frank Grillo. Frank yeah. Grillo gave a solid three out of ten in this movie. And that's Max. me being generous. Max. Max. When Frank I Grillo is bored. He was really bored. He could tell he was bored. He, it, was like, it was like, you can imagine just before he, he go. I'll give you one that I'm going back to my hotel room. <laughs> I really, it really I'll felt like that. Really felt, I'll give you one and then I'm going back to my hotel room. Or I'll give you one and then we'll do my next, my next close-up or something. Yeah. It was so... He was so... Understandably, unfortunately, there was just nothing there. Nothing. Yes. And he's yeah, awesome. He's was, awesome. And he is, he is absolutely awesome. And... He genuinely, genuinely was terrible in this. He was doing the Bruce Willis in this one. He he was a hundred percent the Bruce Willis in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a shame because he is so much better than that. Mm. Also, I don't know what happened to him. I can't. I can't remember who survived or or who did. I don't remember. And can I can I just ask a did question? They, did they all did they all survive? Did all the good guys survive actually? Like the I, the, the, Jed, the Jedi's? Did they all? I genuinely don't know. I and, think they might have all survived, even though. No, oh, I don't remember. Gone. I know. It's like like what was the guy from My Name Is Earl doing in it? 
Oh, he was crab man. <laughs> like, crab Jenny man. Said, Jenny said he hasn't aged a day, and she's right, he hasn't aged like, a day. Literally not and, aged a day. And the final scene is him making some jokes or something. Like, it, see you again in six years or so. It's like, what? you shouldn't be looking forward to that. It, like, that's not... Oh, my God. Um, Look, uh, you know... T- Would you, if, you survived, if you survived that, right? If you survived yeah. that insanity, and you realise it's going to happen again in six years, wouldn't you just kill yourself? Yes. Wouldn't you, like, get your family together, make them a nice poisoned dinner, like, fi- like in five years? I don't mean now. I mean, like, in five and a half years' time. You make a nice poison dinner, everyone goes to sleep and dies because why would you want to keep putting yourself through that? Yeah, it's it, it for real, is, like it's insane, it's a depressing genuinely situation. Genuinely, one of the it like there's so much stuff in that where you just kind of go, I have no idea what is going on, and like, like why is it fight- six years? Why is it six years? Why isn't it 20? Why is it six years? But I just want to say, like I said, you know, like I said, well done, <laughs> Nick Cage, for <laughs> dramatically outperforming the movie. I agree. No, I, I fully agree. Fully agree. I want to um, see him do a samurai. I want to see him do a samurai movie. Yeah, uh, like an so, actual samurai movie. So look, jujitsu was 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 interesting. Um, so let's. Before we before we get to the craft, we'll save that for the end. Let's jump straight into our, mm-hmm. our fave Nick Cage movies, right? Yep. yep. Just to be clear, before we do this, I haven't done worst. Oh, okay. Because so- I can't because there's no way I can pick out of all of the tax payment films at all. Like at all, I just couldn't do it. I, couldn't I have do one, it. one specific yeah. one, and I'm going to. I can go name any. This. I can name any of. I can name any of them, but I just there's no well, point. So this is this is one of the worst films I've ever reviewed. Um, I genuinely hate it more than, well, I would say more than uh, most things. And this is, I didn't finish Wicker Man, so I'm not going to give it to that. But yeah, Ghost I mean, like, Rider, said, could, right, yeah. Spirit the of Vengeance. Is, the, the second one is absolutely awful. Is the, one is the worst yeah. type of toilet Yes, I genuinely think I've ever seen. I, I See, this is the thing. I was thinking, do I pick just one of his bigger, like his proper theatrical films? Because you're right. Like the first Ghost Rider was was mediocre, fine, fine, not good, can't call it good, but it was fine. And he and he loves Ghost Rider, so there was something about him playing it that was kind of cool, you know. It was done by Mark Stephen Johnson, who did the, the very mediocre Daredevil film. So fine. The second one was, you're absolutely right, absolutely awful. Like or, I remember seeing the cinema going, and also the fact that it was going to be directed by the guys who did uh, Crank. I was yes. really excited about that, and it was absolutely and awful. Genuinely right, a moment where right, he pisses terrible. fire on something. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I think you might be doing that to your franchise, my friend. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to... You're right, you're right. That is terrible, that is terrible. It's my... Because it's, like all the others, things like Knowing and Season of the Witch and Wicked oh, yeah, Man, yeah. you expect yeah. all that shit to be bad, right? You go in and yeah. go, it's going to be bad. But like Ghost Rider genuinely has the potential to be great. And of course it was, was at, least, obviously... at least solid or at least solid. Yeah. Can we call it that? Like, and like yeah. to fuck up that is hmm, yeah. interesting. So punt rule in full effect. Any regular listener will know that we will punt a film uh, if someone else has it on their list higher up. So uh, let's do honourable mentions. Ross, over to you. I mean, there are absolutely loads, but I'll, <laughs> I'll just sort of 
I'm going to be punting all over the place because I can guarantee you your honourable mention. There won't be. There won't be. I mean, I I imagine there'll be maybe two, but there might there might be more. Anyway, in terms of honourables, this is mostly him and film again. This is not just his performance, whatever. So Peggy Sue got married. Moonstruck. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Uh, Red Rock. Oh, okay. Red Rock West. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas, of course. Even though it's not a favourite of mine. Obviously, he won the Oscar. And it is, it is a, and it's a very exactly. It's in my uh, honourable mentions. Yeah, it, well, same. This is what I mean. Honourable mentions. Uh, bringing out the dead equally. Oh yeah, uh, I love bringing out the dead. Yeah, but again, I just couldn't put it in my top five for, for in terms of enjoy. These are for me the ones I've picked in my top five are the most enjoyable ones. So okay, absolutely. Uh, Lord of War, which is a I lot see, better than I think. Yeah. I've never seen Lord of War. It's very good. Well, this is the other problem. Is there's so many. There's there's bound to be something you might say that I haven't seen. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Um, Lord of War, uh, Army of One, which is one of his more recent ones that I loved, where he plays a real life guy who basically went to go and get um, Saddam Hussein. Oh, game not in it. It's fucking amazing. It's really funny. And when you see the real guy, the guy for real, like the guy who really went to try and do this for real, like a one. It's called One Man Army. Oh, sorry, Army of One. Sorry, Army yeah. of One. Um, he he nails the guy so well. Like he's nailed the guy for, for real life guy so well. And it's really funny. And I really, re- in terms of his recent ones that are perhaps under the radar a little bit, Army of One is huge. I really recommend it. But the, my last honorable mention, which might be surprised, is Face Off. Whoa. Whoa. Because there's too, because there are too many problems with Face Off. There are so Whoa. many problems with Face Off. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick that in the uh, controversial bin there, yeah. Ross. It's, enjoy- it's enjoyable. Like it's super enjoyable. Oh, but the robo the robocop boots are ridiculous the the whole the whole oil rig sequence is really stupid as is the hollywood stunt show motorboat bit where they're not in it at all <laughs> but by the way i enjoy all of it i enjoy all of it but my top five to me don't have any of those issues there's so many people that vaunt face off as like the best and i'm like it isn't like it's a lot of fun. I mean, the face waterfall thing that john travolta does is amazing like like, like there's so many good things His in face. it but Oh. Yeah, oh. but the thing where he does the where John Travolta does that thing where he runs his fingers down your face, like because he cares about you yeah. or something, is creepy as fuck. Also, he brings back his nemesis's son at the end of the film, and he like we're adopting him, and the wife just goes, Joan Cusack just goes, sure, that's that's cool. Not Joan, uh, Joan Allen, sorry, Joan Allen, who's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just, he's like he's like, it's like if we just take this boy. Yeah, it's fine. Like, like it's like the most insane decision ever. Like, like crazy. Anyway. I, and so I, I really enjoy Face Off, but I couldn't put it in my top five. Ah, interesting. So my punt list sits with, and again, one yeah. of these you're going to take major issue with, my friend. Uh, 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 sorry, not my punt list, my, my honourable mentions. Um, Bringing Out the Dead is on there. Uh, Leaving Las mm. Vegas is on there because yeah. it is a, it is a yeah. stunning film. Uh, and also, just once again, reminded me that even as a uh, a crack whore, um, Elizabeth Shue is oh, still Oh, God. Oh, my God. She's amazing in it as well. Lover. She's amazing in it. Uh, Mandy. Aha, uh-huh, pumped. Because it's a good film. And pumped. National Treasure. <laughs> oh, come on, what? I enjoy the fuck out of that film. Oh, dear God. I, 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 like, I, and the second one, I enjoy both of them. Nick Cage doing Indiana Jones. Yes. Is oh, fun. Like, in, pri- in principle, as a family action film, it is fine. And, and, but also, it's one of those, it was one of those films in that 10-year period where Sean Bean was just in things like yes. he's the lead villain, isn't he? And you forget that he's the lead villain. Yeah. Like he's, and I love Sean Bean. I love him. But you just forget 
that he's in it. <laughs> like it's like, oh, Sean Bean's for villain. Oh yeah, like like what the fuck? Yep, absolutely. It's terrible. So let's let's have um, let's have uh, some of his best names before we move forward. Let's have some of his best names in a movie because oh, that's good. I can honestly say this guy has some of the the best character names ever. So I'm looking at. I will say, just 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 quickly. One of my favourite character names is National Treasure, which is Benjamin Franklin Gates. Yes, I really yeah. like that. I really like that name. I really. So like that name. on this list from Uprocks, uh, they have at their number one Doctor Stanley Goodspeed. Yep, from from uh, a certain from what we're uh, talking about. Randall later. Memphis Reigns. Yep. Uh, you've got Balthazar Blake. Oh yes. Oh yes. You've got um, Acid Yellow, Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. <laughs> you went very Shatner there. Can I just? Say? I did, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, Ricky Santoro, Sailor Ripley. It, can this... I just, uh, just quickly, though, you can't forget. You can't forget his film Inconceivable, where he was called Brian. <laughs> classic, and, classic, classic, classic. Mick Cage. And I'm guessing one that's going to come up. In our lists, Cameron Poe. Oh, fuck yeah, of course. Oh, fuck yeah. Right, uh, number five. Go on. Uh, my number five? Yeah, your number five. So, so, so to clarify what I've done here. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but you'll see, you'll see, no, you'll see, you'll, you'll understand, no, you'll understand the progress. So for, for, for lower bottom five are, his, are more recent. Yes. And then, they, then we get into, if you like, classic cage. So my number five is Mandy. Um, it could easily be swapped out with some other films like Colour Out of Space and all that stuff in terms of his recent, if you like, impactful films, if that makes sense. Yes, uh, yes, Mandy, totally. is such, Mandy is such a trip in it. And Sorry, I'll start again. Mandy is such a trip and he is great in it because he's yes. very stoic in it. He's very stoic in it. He doesn't do like a lot of dialogue in it, although he does go completely bananas as well. Oh, he, so he, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But the movie has such an incredible tone, such an amazing atmosphere and flow. So, yeah, Mandy, number five. I, I am a big fan of Mandy. Um, it is just that thing where, where Nick Cage gives full-on Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Good. My number five is Gone in 60 Seconds. Are you serious? I, 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 I actually am. What's, hap what's happening? I, mean, I love fine. so it's my, my rating it's of these films are films What's that happening? I would happily rewatch again because they are fun as fuck. And Gone in 60 Seconds is fun as fuck. It, it's yeah, terrible, no, no. Yeah, but it's it's fun. Not, it's not terrible, but it is like it is. I mean, I mean to me it's two notches up from um from like say National Treasure. Like it's not really and also CGI cars, like uh, Yeah, okay, look, CGI cars not good, but um, there's a fun movie. Oh, and also, also, Chris Eccleston's great as the villain. Yes, Chris, Chris Eccleston is great as the villain. So that is my number five. Yeah, fair enough. My number four, staying with the theme of recent movies, is Mom and Dad. Uh, so that hasn't made my list, but only because I forgot it. Um, Mom and Dad's Mom and a Dad. great film. And here's the funny thing: directors of Crank. Yes, they're good directors. So it's no, but but they did that awful Ghost Rider movie. But they also so did the awful Ghost Rider movie, yeah. Yeah, so so Thelma Blair is incredible in it, like yep. amazing in it. Lance Henriksen is killer in it. Yes. Uh, and it is just such a... And I really don't want to spoil the story because it's such an amazing no, no, story. It's, 
It's a good one. And actually, I, I'm I'm remiss in not putting that on my um because I have at seen least it. honorable. At least yeah. honorable. Oh, I, I'm adding that to my honorable mentions. 86 minutes, it's really funny, it's really violent. And uh and he is great in it. Like it's a proper yeah. amongst all the stuff that was coming out of the time with him, you kind of go, This is great. Like yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, no, no, I I I'm with you on that. Good, good, good shout. Uh Raising Arizona is my number four. I am not a huge fan of the Cohen brothers. Actually, yeah, me neither. Um, that's why it's in my own. That's why it's in my honorables, to be honest. But raising Arizona, and I haven't seen it for probably a good twenty years. But raising Arizona is a good film, and it's fucking mental. And it's Nick Cage giving an early kind of Nick Cage, Nick mm. Cage. Um, and I, it's just a film that when I thought about performances or films of his that I I, I liked, yeah, of all of the 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 top five, this is the one I probably wouldn't rewatch in a hurry. But yeah. I did like Raising Arizona. It is very good. Um, I could have easily picked in this same spot. If you were going to go for like insane Nick Cage performances, probably yeah. you, you might want to put Bad Lieutenant City of, of New Orleans because Port, that Port is... Port of, Port of, Port of New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that is equally batshit fucking mental. But yeah, Raising I would Arizona. Say, I would say if you're going to pick a film from around the same time, I'd go with Red Rock West, which is great. Like yeah. really, really good film. I actually don't I think I've seen Red Rock West, thinking about it. Hugely, hugely recommend it. Like it's to me, it's like it's for raising Arizona. I like, and I don't mean that to sound weird. Like, like, like they're nothing alike. They're nothing alike. Yeah, but it's just around around the same time, and um, it's more of a. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a fair to say this. It's more of a straightforward thriller. Yeah, but it's re- it's really really good, and it's really tight, like a talk thriller, and he's fantastic, and he gets to go off the scale a little bit here and there. Here and there. It's it's a really good film. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally get that. Uh, so up next for you, sir. So here we go to like middle period, which is sort of weird because it's it's not an old film or anything. Uh, my number three is Kickass. I didn't even because, put this on my list. Now this wouldn't normally be because I would normally focus on it being the the lead. You know, most like all the other films. Basically yes. The lead. Um, his performance as Adam West doing Batman when he's in costume was such an inspired choice and he's so good in it and the bit when he's getting burned and all that shit yeah. screaming at uh, he's just fucking awesome in it he's so good in it like like he ele- like Kick-Ass 3 is great anyway like it's a great film uh there's something about him that elevates all of it like emotionally which is weird given his character he shouldn't necessarily be the one who elevates it if that makes sense yeah yeah not not just because his performance I'm talking about the, the, that that shootout with uh, the guy you know the flashes of black you know, um, when he's being televised, being killed and all that stuff. And the way she comes in and sort of starts killing everybody. Just everything about that sequence is just incredible. And and he, in his like mentorship of Chloe Grace Moretz's character too, like as the kindly father sort of thing, it's just, it's just such a great performance. It's pivotal rather than lead, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, so I, I have a weird relationship with Kick-Ass um, mm. in that I, I'm not a fan of the first one. But I actually like the second one more. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. And I, I can it's more like an act- well, well, the second one is more like an actual superhero film, whereas the first one's like, and I don't want to say par- parody is the wrong word. It's not a parody, but it's kind of like cheekily looking at the um, you know at the superhero genre. Yeah, I, I, I just I liked it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, my number three well, is, of course, Face Off. Face. Yep. Oh. Sure. Face off. It, I mean, it's it's yeah, it is what it is, right? It's just a bundle of fun. Uh, your number two. 
yeah, my number, hold on. Yeah, you're number two. I mean, I'm guessing we've got the same two films, but in a different order. Probably, yeah, it might be. My number two is Cornette. Ah, my number <laughs> punt. My number two is The yeah. Rock. Punt. Punt. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk Conair. Yeah. Oh, no, let's talk The Rock. Oh, uh, no, let's talk Conair. Fuck it. Let's talk Conair. My number one, your number well, two. Yeah. So initially, just to start off with, that hair. <laughs> off the, off the that, hair, that hair is like it's like apex nick cage and i was so glad weirdly to see that it was back for jujitsu yes <laughs> like i was i was so happy to see long hair nick cage back yes no i'm i'm with you on that i i i am a huge fan of uh the hair um i'm also a huge fan of conair i genuinely and i do not say this I do not say this lightly. I genuinely place Con Air in my probably just outside my top fifteen films of all time. I don't disagree, actually. It's, like, what's it's, it's a weird? What's weird about there's it? No all, there's no action in it. There's no action. There's nearly no action in an action film. There's a few, but there's a few beats. There's a couple of fights. And so there's 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 some fights, but, but it and, and a bit of shooting. But it's a two hours and fifteen, whatever it is, minute movie. With around seven minutes of action in, to- yeah. in total, unless and you no consider one that cares. No, no, no. It's wonderful. It's great. No, it's no one really cares because you literally great. have the greatest cast move in a movie. Yeah, ever. They are all brilliant. They're all brilliant. And it's, hey, it's, look, weirdly, it's weirdly funny in places. It's weirdly funny in places. It's brutally uh, funny. I mean, the, the the bit where Danny Trejo's arms get ripped off and they pull his body <laughs> out and his arms are still hanging there. Yeah. Oh my god! I, um, it kills me every time. Did, did I tell you that I wanted to make a film called Corner Two Crash Positions? Well, apparently there was a genuine, there was a genuine sequel well, written for Conair, which right. took why it to space. Be? Right, well, that'd be amazing. But no, <laughs> I, I, my, my idea was Conair Two Crash Positions. That Danny Trejo is rehabilitated in prison and given bionic arms. Right? And, <laughs> he was never and, dead. I love and it. He, and he's never dead. He just, he just had his arms ripped off. And he's and he's made. He actually takes flight lessons, like in a simulator. And so he is like the lead being transported wherever. And when all the shit goes down, he has to fly the plane. He has to take the plane. I love it. I love it. I love with it. Bio, with, bio, with bionic arms. I, I'm investing in that. That's up there with my Commando sequel where, where yeah. and I've, I've, we've talked about this before, where uh, John Matrix gets kidnapped and the, yeah. and the Rock, who is now married to Alyssa Milano, yeah. has to uh, go and rescue him. It's and perfect. then at the end, they have to go and rescue her together yes of course of course of course because and and of course bennett comes back in that movie as well as a cyborg <laughs> and dan hadaya comes back just for the fucking shits yeah. and giggles <laughs> oh, but as a computer message an 80s computer message with no, dan like hadaya like toby jones in in civil was it civil war exactly when he's, or, that or, or exactly with the soldier that. when he's yeah <laughs> yeah and it's actually Amazing. dan hadaya's son's brother Yes, that sounds right. Well, you mean his son. <laughs> like son's, his son's, cu- son's brother's uncle or something. That, that, that basically still be his own uncle. That puts it all together. And yeah. and the best bit, Ross, Bennett never died. Of course he didn't. He when he's that car got, went over, got, he jumped well, he's out. He's got a perfect he's got a perfectly round hole through. Yeah. Like, not Bennett, not Bennett. Sorry, not Bennett. Who's the guy that gets off the side of the, the car? The car. So, Sully. Sully doesn't actually die. <laughs> Sully got chucked loose and he's been basically in a coma for 15 years, <laughs> wakes Amazing. up from a coma and 
basically then planned this elaborate plot to get back at John Matrix. I'm sure David Patrick Kelly Kelly would be down with this. And it, of course, has Matrix, you said you killed me last. You lied. That's very good. (laughs) (laughs) And then they get into into me. They get into the unconscious knowledge uh, knowledge of of like what was I like? Because I intended to kill you, but I ended up I didn't kill you. So it's like, <laughs> it like a, a ten minute dialogue scene about the psychology of lying and unintentional lying. It's also <laughs> the title is it's a working title. It's Commando Two, Commando Harder. <laughs> Come on, do or don't. No, I don't know if this makes sense. <laughs> anyway, let's talk the rock. Um, what the fuck are we talking oh, about? By the way, let's just go about? back. Let's just go back to Conair for a second. John, Ma- like, what I loved about that. Two things I love about that film: a John Malkovich again in a different fucking movie. Um, yeah. I don't know what movie he's in, but it, it's not a, a, a Bruckheimer fucking action movie. Props to Simon West, who does a fantastic job directing that film. He does he does fantastic? Who's been? A, who's an editor on um, on loads? Of, was he an editor previously? I don't know. Was he? Uh, I, I think know. you're thinking of Stuart Baird, aren't I? Yeah. Um, anyway, Simon West does a fantastic job at, uh, directing that film. The other thing I love about that is Ving Rhames was once asked about that movie and he and he basically turned around and went, mate, I, I take the paychecks. I don't watch that shit. I, was like, <laughs> I turn up, I do what I need to do. I'm never actually going to sit there and watch Con Air. Ving, you're no. wrong. Let's talk The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do. It's almost perfect. Yeah. Like it's a perfect film, probably. A first for a start. Uh, and uh, funny as fuck, the action is amazing. Sean Connery is incredible in it. Ed Harris is incredible in it. Michael Bean is incredible in it. Michael Bean is so good in that film. So fucking good in it. Uh, although they are the stupid Marines of all time. <laughs> that, the dumbest. To, to, dumbest to, 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 of all time. To have, to have their villains in an elevated position and to be like, well, no, we're not going to give up. <laughs> <laughs> Like surrender, surrender, and then figure it out. Like you'll figure something out. Like you dummy. Or anyway. just die. But so, so yeah. like, you know my 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 history with um with the Rock, right? That I mm. hated it. I don't understand. Why hated it. Saw it years ago. Saw it when it came out of cinema. Just wasn't a fan at all. Watched it like this year, and I was just mm. like, um, I may have been a little bit wrong on this one. I think I have watched it in between and probably liked it a bit more, but. I genuinely think The Rock is one of the is probably the second best action film of that decade. Arguably, next uh, also, to Conair, um, which doesn't have any action well, in it. <laughs> any action? Yeah. Also, it has the single best line of any film, probably, which is the hairdresser who's brought in to cut Sean Connery's hair, and he says, "No scissors." Did they set up a castle? No brush. <laughs> best lines of all time, and also that that hairdresser overall just. When, when he's cutting his hair and, and uh, the, 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 the FBI guys are being really abusive, he's not very nice, is he? <laughs> it's just, that hairdresser's fucking amazing. He's amazing. It's, it's, and the chase, yeah. the, hum, the Humvee chase, is he? Like, the, the action of the film is amazing before the island, before before Alcatraz. Yes. The, the, the action is incredible, but the Humvee chase is insane. Yeah, I mean, so this was, this insane. was like Michael Bay, when Michael Bay could make it's a best, decent it's his best movie. Film. It's probably his best film. Like, although 13 Hours was very good later on. 13 Hours was very good. Yeah, 13 Hours but, was very but, good. But, but Bad Boys, then The Rock. I mean, this guy was like my new, like the type of Tony Scott, basically. Yeah. Basically. Um, it, it's just, 
it is such a fun film. Yeah, non-stop. Um, but it also has some some great quotes. I it, it really I like Nick Cage again. I love pressure. I eat it for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Well, for that, that sequence where they have the anthrax thing at the beginning. Yes. Where that's it's like, so like, good. That's so brilliant. It's funny and it's tense. Uh, it's like the thing with, um, you want me to put this into my chest, you fucking nuts, like that thing. You, you can think the guy who has to, has to yeah, self-inject. Yeah, yeah. Right, fucking nuts. Like, it's, it's just brilliant. It is a great, and obviously it has a really interesting ending as well. Because it doesn't yeah. end how you um, how you think it's going to. No, it, it really I mean, the same, doesn't. I mean, the same could be said for Cornell, where they tack on a, a chase at the end because they had to cling to some action in it. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. No, but I was talking more about like the, the kind of Ed Harris standing down bit. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Well, the villain isn't the villain, sort of. Yeah, the, the I, that villain. was quite smart for Batman. Tony Todd. Yeah, Tony Todd and uh, the other guy. What was his name? Great, really good actor, really nasty guy. Um, but he, um, yeah, totally told him, what's his name? The other guy, he's great. Uh, not, uh, Gregory oh. Spoorleader, I think his name is. I think it's Gregory Spoorleader. Yeah, Gregory Spoorleader and uh, Tony Todd sort of become the real villains. Because, yeah. like, they're the ones who are going to fire, like, start killing Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. It is a great, great film. And uh, I was I was very, very wrong. So, <laughs> bless you. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, so look, uh, those are our top five Nick Cage movies. Um, brilliant, love Nick Cage. Uh, look, you've got. Do you want to? Do you want to take two minutes to rant about um, the craft, or do we save it for next time? The choice is yours. Two minutes is two minutes is not enough. But let's just quickly do because <laughs> it's not enough. However, right, look, look, look. Right now, everyone has different views on films, right? But the original craft, like Jenny and I watched it together. I don't think she's the biggest fan. I thought she was all right. I really like it. I'm not saying it's good. Good is the wrong word. Yeah. I really enjoy it. It's really goofy. It's scary in places. Faruza Bork is superb in it. And and Robin Tunnett, like, like the cast are good. There's some goofy things. I love how um, Skeet Ulrich, he can't understand what's happening to him because he, he loves her now and he can't control himself. There's like some interesting things going on with that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's, just, it's just interesting. And it all kind of resolves quite well. Like, in the end, no one really gets hurt. Uh, Christine Taylor, who's a brilliant bitch, loses her hair, and she fucking deserves it. Except she doesn't really deserve it. After She's just a bitch. She's just a bully. Um, but overall, most people come out of it unaffected, even though it's been very intense. And, and that's fine. Like it, I, People don't need to die in a horror movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just saying, I think the film, it, it works, right? So, and also the way they come together as witches, the way they sort of discover power and all of that stuff, I think it's interesting and funny in places my problem with the craft legacy is we both watched it and it it's not the worst it's perfectly i was actually never bored which was interesting because so little really happens in it i wasn't really bored with it i thought the cast which the main girl was very good so here are my key my key quibbles right first of all in the original craft the four girls overall have fairly distinct personalities. You've got Robin Tubby, the lead, obviously. You've got Fruza Bork, who's kind of crazy, and but she comes from a very poor background uh, and all of that stuff, you know, but she wants power and all of that. You've got um, uh, Neve Campbell, who's very shy because she's got those scars on her back, all of that, that that's really sad. Uh, and then you've got their friend, Nicole, who I'll be honest with you, I don't remember a lot, aside from the fact that she's there ethnically. I don't mean it to come out like that. They just don't give her much else. But but they're all, but what I'm saying is they are still fairly distinct amongst them. Yeah, yeah, totally. One way, one way or another. 
And um, in the Craft Legacy, the four girls, aside from our lead girl, they have nothing to distinguish them. They're vaguely different uh, ethnicities, but it doesn't really register. And it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be about ethnicity, but it, that, that's, there's no... There's no, you're not given any insight into any of their backgrounds. There's no, unless I miss something. They're just girls who hang out, which is fine. They seem to be ostracized by people, but I have no idea why. There's no sense of why, particularly. Then, so that's one thing. And I don't, I, but the cast are good. Like they're, they're fun. It's just, you don't learn anything about them. Secondly, when they start doing magic together, so one of my favourite bits of the first film, I don't remember this, is this whole, uh, was it? I, I, if a, I'm going to be brutally a... honest, my memory of the first film is that it's, like I've said to you before, I, I just find it really overrated. Always it's light as a, was it? Light as a figure, stiff as a board. Something like, the bit where they start levitating. Yes. And it's this whole yes, amazing yes, thing yes, where they yes. start, and, she, and, it, and it's done so well where she starts lifting up and they can't believe it's happening. They take their fingers away and it's like, wow, all of that stuff. And in The Craft Legacy, they just levitate. There's like no sense. Of, like they just, they just immediately at the moment where they levitate, they right? levitate, and they just go, and they just go, well, we just levitate her, you know, and they just go, huh? Like there's no sense of that's fucking incredible. It's fucking yeah. insane that you can do that. There's no sense of, and some of the stuff they use their powers for seems very, um, like beyond petty, sort of. Then yeah. they get quite, they almost get, but like they slap people around, which is kind of weird. Also. For a, a film that that seems to be a lot about like toxic masculinity and stuff, a lot of the story relies on that for boy. Uh, is it Timmy? Yes. Who turns? Who reveals that he's gay? I think or bi, and then he dies, and then and he talks about a Ouija board before he dies, and then when there's all the shit going down in the end, the three other girls see the Ouija board, and he sort of it's Timmy. But you have no idea why that's happening or how it's happening. Or I mean, did this thing where they found themselves? Do you remember this bit? They they bind themselves to stop hurting people. Yes. Which is which is interesting because as Jenny pointed out, they're taking responsibility. Unlike in the original film, they're taking responsibility for their actions. They're actually saying we can't do it anymore. But then they can do it again. Like they just it just that just doesn't. It was such an interesting moment they decided to do that, and then it doesn't matter. But the thing we've got to get to, aside from all of these little, oh, and also and also the misuse of the line. Uh, Mr. We're the Weirdos, which was from the first movie. Yes. And it's such, it's such a wonderful moment in the first movie to the bus driver where he lets them out in the middle of nowhere. And then they just use it in a sort of a kiss off line to the bad guy at the end, David Duchovny. By the way, we have to talk about David Duchovny's face. <laughs> we have to talk about David Duchovny's face. What is, why? I said, if you said that was David Duchovny's brother, I'd sort of believe you. Yes. But it does not, but it does not look like David Duchovny. It's, very strange. Um, he's the bad guy because he wrote a book about masculinity and appears to have a cult of guys following him or something because they do that thing with the clicking fingers thing. Yes. But then, but then that doesn't go anywhere. But let's just get to the point where it turns out he's the bad guy. He's the, the bad wizard or something. And he killed Timmy. I don't know why he killed Timmy. I couldn't tell you. Uh, but, anyway, but, but he's the bad guy. And the girls burn him to death. They set fire to him. Yes. Burn, burn him to death. He has three sons. He's also going to be her, the lead girl's new stepdad for anyone who doesn't or like, like He's going to marry her mother, right? And they burn him to death and then no one says anything about it after. It's the end of the Ever. movie. It, go, it goes to white. The mum doesn't ask any questions about him. We don't see the son. They've made his three sons and orphans, right? And then they just go and meet 
then they all just go well, their sort of separate ways. And I was like, you, they don't even say we burned someone to death. We we killed no. someone. They just they just complete. I wonder if they shot stuff and then just removed it. Go, we just have to get past this as quickly well, as possible. It, it's a very short film. This is insane. It is very short. Well, it's like ninety three, but the ending is very abrupt. Yeah, um, very short. Uh, and then and the adoption thing, fine, fair enough. Like, and you realise that for reasons books, it, it's it's weird because we weren't bored. We really weren't. No, I literally but I, wasn't I bored for a second. But I struggled to see where it was actually going. It doesn't really go anywhere. No, it doesn't. And You're right. It's a it's very like a weird film. It's almost like a pilot. And it has some interesting well, I said ideas. This like th the, was it to yeah, you I said it? Did, or maybe, did, maybe I just did, said it. Yeah, did. it felt like the pilot for a TV show mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. far more interesting than what we... Like, would be a really interesting... I was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'd 100% go for this TV show. I, I, I agree with you. I, I feel like it is that. and Because everyone's really good. Regardless of what you don't find out, the cast are really good. Do, do Copley included. Yeah. It's good. Like everyone's good in it. But you do wonder again why there's a certain point in the middle where you just go, this film is about this gay guy, I think, now, I think, who's now got witches as his best friend, which could be good and interesting too. But then he dies off camp. You never find out how he dies or what, what happens because do Copley did it, I guess. Yeah. You just find out like in school the next day. You just sort of go, you're not showing us the inciting incident. You're not showing us anything. It's a very no, oddly it just, made movie. Yeah, it's not. It's it's. I, I again, I probably enjoyed it more than I probably had the right to do. Sure, yeah, sure. At the same point, would I describe it as good? No, God, no. It's not a brilliant film at all. It, it was. It entertained me for what it was, and yeah. I kind of like some of the. I kind of like some of the the gender um, and. You know, um, those kind of ideas that that, that fits I agree. nicely no, stuff, into this. Stuff, the way they address the high school stuff overall, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, like pretty good. It it fits nicely into it, and I'm like, okay, that's that for me is an interest. Yeah, there's an interesting angle there, it but I just been, don't think they dealt it, with it, it very well. It could have been without sounding weird here, ten minutes, give or take, ten minutes longer, as long as it was more coherent. If you know what I'm getting. At. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if, yeah, those, yeah, if those totally. ten minutes filled in things, you'd be absolutely fine because everyone's working well. Everyone's yes. working well. That's that, yeah. that's the weird bit. That's the weird bit for me is that I'm going. I you can't just burn someone to death and not address it. Yeah, you just can't do. Regardless of it being the bad guy, you can't do that. Take his power. I thought they were going to like take his power away. Or something, and now he's just kind of like in inverted commas impotent. You yes. know, he's lost that. He's lost. Yeah, I would get that. I would understand that. But you burned him to death, and then they don't talk about it again. And they don't even say we're never going to discuss it. You know, there's no. We'll eh. never talk about this again. It's very unnerving when you think. But when you think without being too silly, when you think about what that is, that's very very unnerving. Yeah, no, it is. It's very casual. It's very casual. So, Ross, where can our <laughs> wonderful audience find out more about you? So, uh, at Ross Boyask on all the social things, uh, at uh, Evo Films UK uh, on all the social things for Evolutionary Films, and at Vengeance Film UK uh, on all the social things for Vengeance uh, Film Franchise Action thing that I do. Oh, <laughs> I'm so tired. And you can check out more at www.filmscriptreview.co.uk for more on the podcast, the blogs, and everything else. We are on iTunes. Google, Apple, 
fucking Amazon everywhere. So if you, if you find us on somewhere, <laughs> we're, fucking, we're on fucking Amazon. We're just on fucking Amazon. Just please rate and review us because we appreciate it. It helps uh, on Twitter, Phil Quick Review, and on Instagram, Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Thanks for listening. Um, go out and check out some Nicolas Cage movies, but especially totally. check out Conair because it's the best one. Yeah, over rock. Conair. Just, just saying the rock. <clears throat> the rock. <clears throat> Connor. Oh, Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, no, Ross is right. Vampire's Kiss. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs>